0: Anything you need, everything we care. Welcome Welcome to to Global Village, you and me.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of AM Happiness Hub, our brand new podcast where we want to share stories of positivity with all of our audience. I think we're all sick of seeing social media, seeing wars, seeing conflicts, and always so much negativity in the mainstream media. And we're not here to be political or anything. We just want to have everybody have a good commute to work and be able to listen to some heartwarming stories. And as it's the first episode, we always, because at the beginning of every year, for example, it's 2024 now, everyone's always trying to look forward. Everyone's always trying to make New Year's resolutions. What am I going to change this year? What am I going to accomplish this year? But... That's a trendy thing to do, and I've never been anyone who does anything trendy, so I like to look back, back at all the stories of people that have helped me in the past, because as you know, we aren't where we are in life without those wonderful people that have helped us. So we, this episode, we want to share, us three of us, we want to share stories of our personal lives where someone very, very nice and generous has helped us accomplish them. But before we start that, I just want to introduce myself. I'm Chris, I'll be the host of the show for you guys. And then I'd like to introduce my two co-hosts. Lorraine, how's it going?
0: Pretty good, hi guys. Hi,
1: and Alan, how are you doing?
2: I'm also doing really well, thank you.
1: Nice, nice. So we want to get to kick off the show. We want to first invite Lorraine. Lorraine, what's your story? Who are you most thankful for?
0: You know what, I was so thankful last year for like many people for their unwavering support I received from others and no matter what challenges I face, there was always someone who gave me a hand. And I will never forget last year when I first came to the States um, to study for my master's degree. And my aunt and her friend Miranda flew all the way from New York to assist me in getting settled. So my aunt, who has been yeah, and who he, he she has been in the U.S. for nearly thirty years, and I heard that, and she, when she heard that I'm heading to supposedly dangerous St. Louis for grad school, she's starting to worry because um, her friends tell her that oh St. Louis is a dangerous place and the violent crime rate is pretty high. Blah blah blah. So despite her worries, she took the initiative to uh, to fly from New York to accompany me. But actually, I think she might have also seen it as a perfect excuse to escape work for a bit and have a mini vacation with me. This is my guess. (laughs) So anyway, upon our arrival, my aunt transformed into an exceptional organizer, I would say, handling everything from uh, furniture and grocery shopping to cleaning, truly embodying the qualities of a superwoman. And the highlight of the, that period was our delightful foodie adventures. Her friend Miranda, I would say she is the ultimate food finder. We had super good grilled ribs, Midwest cuisines, and Mexican tacos. Needless to say, I feel like the luckiest person to have these amazing women by my side during such a big move. And honestly, I, contrary to um, the initial concern, I don't think St. Louis is that dangerous city. Instead, it is the place where um, those good memories came from. And as time passed during the second semester, I continued to express gratitude, but this time towards my Professor and alumni who generously invested time in guiding me through the internship search. During this chapter of my academic journey, things got pretty intense as I balanced um, the hunt for an internship and gearing up for those dreaded final exams. It was a semester that brought its own set of challenges. And you know, As an international student, finding an internship in the States was much harder than for native students plus the competitive job market for COVID. And therefore, I chose to um, target American companies in Taiwan, yet it's still competitive. So during this challenging time, um, my professor and alumni provided invaluable advice on refining my CV And preparing for interviews they went above and beyond simulating interview scenarios and allowing me to uh, rehearse repeatedly and one Illuminous even sought advice from his manager on my interview presentation so yeah fortunately I secured this internship offer and had a rewarding experience without the support from my professor and alumni, I believe navigating this opportunity would have been much more challenging. And now having successfully um, graduated with my master's degree and receiving a return offer from the same company, I feel so grateful towards them and pride in my hard work. Looking back, the year 2023 is so meaningful for me and had lots of memories that are worthwhile to recall.
1: Congratulations on graduating. Yeah, so thank nice. you.
0: It's it's really appreciated for their help. I'm
1: guessing when you were gonna study abroad initially, you told your parents you're gonna go to St. Louis. They probably the first thing they Googled was St. Louis, the crime rates, they're probably really worried, right?
0: Yeah, my dad like double checked, are you sure you wanna go to St. Louis? And I said, I'm sure. Cause it's pretty Leo, if I study in New York, it's it will be much more expensive than yeah. in St. Louis. <laughs>
1: That's yeah, definitely a cultural shock, because I bet they can't even find St. Louis on a map. But then you're almost willing to visit you. I'm sure that really calmed them down a lot, made them worry less. Yeah. Yeah, I actually had a similar story, kind of similar, because, like, I'm also an immigrant, but, like, I moved here when I was six years old. So it was pretty interesting. So, like, I think my parents are, have the philosophy where you throw a kid into a school and they'll just learn. You don't need, they don't need any guidance. So basically when I was in first grade, I, I literally just moved to America. I spoke no English at all. I think the, the weird story was like, one of the only words I knew in English was lollipop. I think in bathroom, that's all my parents taught me. They're like, if you know how to find the bathroom, that's it. You'll learn the rest by yourself. And obviously it didn't work that way because like first day of school, I didn't know what was going on. I've never even been to school. So first day of school, basically there's a recess. There's a 15 minute recess. And I didn't know it was recess, so I thought it was lunch. And then I, I thought it was lunch, so I got out of my lunch, I started like eating a little bit, but then I realized all, none of the kids were eating, and also it was like 10.30 a.m. in the morning, so it obviously wasn't lunch. So all the kids went out to play, and I didn't know what to do. So I started crying, I started crying my eyes out, like I spoke no English. The teacher came to me, like was like, oh, what's wrong? I think she said what's wrong because I couldn't understand her back then. And then she took me to the bathroom. I think she tried to (laughs) use myself or something, something embarrassing, but like I didn't have to use the restroom. So I kept crying. So they called, she finally, what, what they did was she took me to the office, they called my parents, and then they finally realized I didn't speak a lick of English. So that means one of the first people that I was very grateful for was so because it was like uh, mostly back then it was like in Almaden area like the school was mostly like Caucasian but there's one fifth grader that also happened to be Chinese and she was willing to come to the class to help me like translate for me around 30 minutes to an hour each day like a period of class and thinking back like Ah. at at that point I didn't think it was anything I was like oh wow like they they got someone to translate for me finally right because I was like bradykin but looking back, that was really nice. Cause uh-huh. like, if you told me as a fifth grader I had to go into a first grader class to translate for someone, I'm not sure I would be willing to do that. Yeah, I'm not sure
0: I could do that too. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it was because I still remember she was really nice. I, I, don't, re- I don't really remember her name, unfortunately, because it was so long ago. But I just remember oh, so really, it, it was so rude. You forget well, her I, name. I was like six years old. I was six years old, you know? But yeah, but then okay. another person I was grateful for that year was my... I still remember like my best friend in first grade, Robin. So he was like a little Russian boy. He was really nice. He spoke English. And he was one of the first people who reached out to ask me to play tag with him even though I didn't speak any English, we didn't really understand each other, but he just kept inviting me. And then once he invited me, I got some confidence, like, and every time I spoke like really broken English in the beginning, he was still really accepting. He smiled, he didn't like laugh at me, mock at me, even though, you know, kids are very cruel. So I was really thankful that someone wanted to be my friend. And once he was my friend, the other kids started warming up to me and then, The breakthrough moment was the about, I think it was the start of the second semester because we had a competition where like, one not really competition, but more like a challenge where every kid had to kind of read a book out loud in front of the class. And then the first start of the second semester, I was finally able to do it because my mom and me like practiced every single night, like a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. And I was finally able to read a book by myself. And I was thankful for Mrs. Ross, my first grade teacher for supporting me throughout. And she was so proud of me. She said that when I finally read my first book out loud to the whole class, she cheered up a little bit. And that really wound my heart because like, I'm really thankful she cares so much about me because teachers are humans too. I know teachers go through a lot of stressful situations. They can't really handle every single student. And I'm guessing I probably wasn't the best student, but she still cares so much for me and saw me through the entire journey of me being able to learn English and just me being able to be accepted by the whole class. That that made a really big impact to me. So Alan, how about you? Do you have a story you want to share with
2: us? Yeah, I mean, I think drawing from like what Chris has said, like during my own elementary school and then later on in like my school year, it's I think so important to have these like people in your environment to help, like to help give you confidence, even though you're not you don't really know Uh, what you're doing at the time. I think I remember when I was younger, my math was not necessarily like the best, um, but actually because I was surrounded by a lot of like good friends and they brought me along for some reason to like team competitions, even though I was definitely not like the best um, in the school at all, I think it just gave me so much confidence in that field so that very much influenced like where I am at today, which is like doing um, something in the STEM field. I think that, you know, environment is very, very important. And I think that we should all be, like, thankful and really grateful for, like, the small things and the people that are in, like, our lives. But, yeah, I mean, I just remember, like, during the time, uh, like, what Chris said, I don't really know what I was doing. Why was I in, like, math? And, um, but that, like, slowly influenced me to become, like, much better at that subject. For Chris, maybe it was, like, uh, his speaking ability, right? His, like, English, right? But maybe for me it was, like, math and also in the field of science as well.
1: Yeah, just I think it's true that like every time we're faced with the greatest challenges, then when we surpass the challenges, we're most thankful for the people who helped us go over it. I think for me, it was like my English, right? For Lorraine, it was her scary, scary study abroad in St. Louis, the middle of nowhere. And for my yeah, career path. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, think, I think congratulations for finding a job. I think the first job out of college is always yeah. the most difficult because you, you never know what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, that's
0: true. You never know. I spend you a lot of
1: time. Yeah, and then you, you know the, the mean nowadays where every single company wants a new grad to have five years of experience already? So, so it, it's very difficult mm-hmm. nowadays. But yeah, I, I feel like we sometimes always need to be think back a little bit and just think of all the experiences we've gone through and the people that helped us there. So for this year, I challenge all of you to thank one person. To think of one person that has really helped you out in life. Whether it's just like a friend, a mentor, a parent, yada yada, a relative. Just, I think it's very important for people to feel like they have affected another person. And I feel like that's the only way we can spread positivity, that keep letting other people know how much their positive actions have contributed to you. And then in that case, we'll be able to share more positive news with everyone as well. So that wraps up our episode one. We hope to see you all next time. Bye. See ya.
2: Bye-bye.